The Flames have Jacob Markstrom to thank for their first two points of the season. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Locked On Flames. As always, I am your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me as we talk about uh, the Flames' first game and win of the season. But uh, before we dive into all the good stuff, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. The Flames, that they won their first game. It was a very Flames game <laughs> in terms of them maybe not distributing shots equally. And as it was a little lopsided, but it was Jacob Markstrom that kept them in. And we're going to talk about that, some standout moments, and my three stars on today's episode. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, because we're here for you every day, five days a week. And I am so excited for this season to be back. This team has breathed life into me again. I'm going to be entirely honest. I was, uh, <laughs> the offseason was a lot, I think, for a lot of Flames fans and creators and, you know, trying to make the most of so many uncertainties. And here we are. We are six months in the future and not much is looking clearer, but at least they're playing hockey now. <laughs> I do want to start by just saying Chris Snow's tribute uh, the organization had put together was absolutely beautiful and having, Willa, uh, Cohen, and Kelsey out there to drop the ceremonial uh, puck was it was beautiful. And today were um, were his services, and I just I wish nothing but the best for the family. And I'm sure that the organization will keep them close. They're you know they're part of the Flames family. And now we get. To talk about, uh, you know, a little bit lighter stuff. Jacob Markstrom. Jacob freaking Markstrom had, uh, two seasons ago, this was a typical Jacob Markstrom performance, right? He, he faced a number of shots. He stopped nearly 40 shots. He uh, faced 37, stopped four faced 37 and stopped 34. You know what? I will take that. And there was a big save there in the second where he used his blocker and skate to uh, keep the Jets out of the net. And you know what? I truly feel like that was a moment. I get it. It's only game one. Can't overreact. But I don't know if last year Jacob Markstrom would have been able to do that. Not that his heart was in it. I shouldn't say that. I just, I don't know if, if that would have been there the same way that last night's performance was. That the first goal that he let in was not on the first shot. So you know what? We will take that and we're we're going to run with it. We're going to see how many games we can go without that first shot being a goal. <laughs> uh, I feel like Saturday's game against 
Washington, we're going to see Matthew Phillips just let one rip. It'll be the first shot, and it'll be a goal. But you know what? Uh, that goal, he just needed to squeeze those pads a little tighter, and I just just a little more coverage there, a little, a little more five-hole coverage, right? But I, I was kind of annoyed a little bit because the Flames had scored. I believe it was Uyghur... It was Uyghur's goal, and he, you know, he scored, and then immediately after, the Jets responded. Kind of annoying. Tied the game back up, and the Flames kind of had to continue to to fight. I mean, obviously, you don't want to just kind of stay at 2-1. to one. You need a little more insurance with the goals if you're a baseball fan. You know, it's uh, insurance, run insurance, insurance runs, safety. There, there's going to be a little safety net there because what happens if you do let in a softie? You're going to let it be tied up or let them go ahead, right? But I really did like what we saw from Markstrom last night. I think that everyone, <laughs> which we're going to talk about uh, next segment here, but I thought that everyone looked Good. I think that everyone, Lindholm was buzzing. Matthew Coronado was buzzing. AJ Greer, hello, welcome to Calgary, bud. Looked great out there. And it's, let's do it 81 more times. I mean, you're not going to win all 82 games. But <laughs> we need to see more of what we saw last night in terms of the effort in terms of the goaltending wasn't really a fan of them allowing three goals, but when you face that many shots, it's, it's going to happen. It's, you know, the probability there, but Markstrom walking away from that game with a nine nineteen save percentage. I'll take it. I don't think many of us had that performance from the whole team. On their bingo card last night, I, fans were rightfully, cautiously optimistic. But coming up next, we're going to talk more about the team's effort and just how important Jacob Markstrom was to anchor this team, but also to give them the confidence to play better. And before we move on, we are going to take a quick second here to talk about FanDuel. FanDuel is your number one sports betting app here at Locked On. They are the official sports book of Locked On. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking of joining FanDuel, there's truly no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. You can get paid out instantly. There's a wide range of betting options that include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit uh, FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off NFL and NHL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with me today on Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and we're here for season four of Locked On Flames. I... I still can't wrap my head around it that this podcast started in a childhood bedroom and is now in my own home. 
it's crazy. And I like if you've been listening to the show for a while, where where were you when you first started listening to the show? I think it's so cool to kind of you know benchmark time passing. But for now, we're gonna we're gonna put the first bookmark here at game number one for the Flames, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna revisit this because that's what happens, right? Andrew Mangiapane had the first goal of the season. When I tell you, I flew off of my couch. I, I like my heated blanket. It went everywhere. I was so lucky that my cat wasn't sitting on my lap because he probably would have gone in the air too. It was so great to see. Not only because the Flames get on the board first, of course. Always wonderful to see. But the fact that it came from a player who was not healthy last year, who struggled last year, who has been openly discussing his struggles of last season, it's like the monkey is off your back in the first, what was it, like 12 minutes of the game? The Flames needed that, and but Andrew Mangiapane needed that so much more. You're getting off on the right foot there, and you're truly stepping out with your best foot forward. And not only because you take the lead, but because it's the guy that is on that top line that has been fighting for a top line spot probably for the last, oh, last season really, because... Last year was the first true opportunity for that to happen, but he has been fighting for, I would say, at least a top six role for the last two years, two and a half seasons at least. So it's great to see. And everyone that I've talked to that watched that game or covered that game has said Manjupani needs to continue to build chemistry on that line with Huberto and Lindholm. Lindholm, we're going to talk about a little bit. He looked good last night. I, I will say that. I am very happy that he scored. There were definitely moments early on where I was like, can you just shoot the puck? Like, if you want to make $9 million, you're going to need to shoot the puck. That's how you score. And I, I'm guilty of yelling at my TV. You know what? I'm sure you are too, but they're not going to know. They're not going to know to shoot it if I'm not yelling. But Elias Lindholm, has a lot to prove this season, not only if he wants to sign an extension with Calgary, but if he wants to get paid anywhere. If he gets traded and signs that extension, if he does hit free agency, if he gets traded and doesn't sign an extension, he wants to earn that paycheck and he will he will earn it one way or another. I I really liked what we saw from him. I thought that he had the speed, he had the quickness. He had the ability to get the puck where it needed to go. And it was just great to see everyone look alive. <laughs> That's really all you can ask for when it comes to this team to start the year, because just because of how awful last year ended. And it just, it wasn't it's not realistic to expect them to come out here and score five, four or five goals every night. That's not going to happen. The fact that they scored four on Hellebuck and then an, I believe it was an empty netter. I'll take it. I I will take it. It's great to see. And for Rasmus Anderson and Mackenzie Weger to score, like your two best defensemen to hold down the power play and score was fantastic. I feel like... Again, it's all, it's literally been 60 minutes of hockey, but I just, I have a really good feeling of how the season 
we'll at least start. We're, we're going to talk through like the end of October. Just because I... I really like how the team started off. And had things started off poorly, I would say there's still time for them. There's still plenty of time for them to pick themselves up by the bootstraps and get it together. One one win and one loss, does, especially in the first game, does not define your season. So, you know, just like how Connor Bedard didn't score a goal in his first NHL game, that does not mean anything. That does not mean a single thing. And the way that Connor McDavid did not have a, I don't even think he had a point in his opening night game. Well, what are you going to do? Austin Matthews having a hat trick means nothing. Brock Besser, great. You you scored four goals. What can you do for the rest of the season to make people remember that that was your opening night performance and be like, you know, like we knew this season was special because of that or, hmm, yeah, you know, it was a down year and we got off on the wrong foot because McDavid didn't go out there and score 60 goals in one game. But in all seriousness, there there's so much time ahead of this team and for them to figure things out and work out some kinks that you don't need to be worried. <laughs> for the first month, yes, you want this team to, you know, win as much as they possibly can. But... In reality, if they slip up and lose like two, three games, it's not the end of the world. But what you do have to watch out for are those bad habits. Jacob Markstrom left the crease. Uh, those few occasions, like when he left and like played the puck, I think, it, I think it was still the first period. I was, I was sick to my stomach. I, I was yelling, "Get back in there! Get back in the net! Do not leave! What are you doing?" It was like I was trying to control a preschooler. So nervous, but. It was fine. <laughs> I guess that I, I should have more confidence in him. And I think last night showed that he earned. Earned a little bit more of that. And that's fine. It, yeah. Again, we'll revisit this in two to three weeks. But I am thoroughly impressed by what we saw last night. Special teams. Fantastic. Rasmus Anderson's goal came on. Uh, well, they were on the penalty kill. So, you know, a shorthanded goal, nothing to, you know, just gloss over here. This is, you know, to get a shorthanded goal is fantastic. Obviously, like, you're showing control. You're showing, uh, like, you're showing control of the puck. You're showing your, your dominance, I guess, is the word I would be looking for here. But you're also getting it past Connor Hellebuck. And that's not necessarily an easy feat let alone to do it at even strength or shorthanded. So good for the Flames. Good for Rasmus Anderson. I really like what we saw. And I hope that we do get to see more of this. And I want to see more of these players come to life. We're all, we're all getting ready. <laughs> well, we should be ready. But the players, they're here. They have clocked in. I liked I liked what we saw from Backlund a lot too. I like, I liked, I haven't even mentioned Matthew Coronado. Matthew Coronado looked fantastic. Um, he didn't have a goal, a point, or uh, I don't believe he technically recorded a shot on goal, but I thought that he looked 
good. During it's like his second NHL game, he looked solid. So I will give him that. And again, the best is yet to come. And to wrap up today's episode, we are going to talk about my three stars and just why they they deserve their little gold stickers. <laughs> but before we do that, we're going to take a quick break here and I'm going to talk to you about our latest sponsor, Sleeper. The NHL is finally here and the Flames season uh, last year was it was tough. This is a change and something we're yearning for. And I absolutely love the NHL and I know you do too. So I want to tell you about the Sleeper app. The Sleeper app is the official daily fantasy sports app of the Locked On NHL Network. And it's my go-to for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can get you can win 100 times your cash on daily benefits. I like, you know, they with fantasy sports and with the Sleeper app, you can create conversations with your friends. This is something that you all don't need to be in the same room like a board game for. This is something that, you know, you can be different corners of the United States and play. And the NHL is such an exciting league. It is such an exciting time with uh, Connor Bedard entering the league, Shane Wright, uh, Matthew Kachuk, McDavid, Ovechkin, Makar, you name it. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. And you will get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with me today on the first official game recap coverage of the 2023-24 season. I'm so happy to be here with you. The fun part of watching the Flames games is, I mean, I've become, certainly become more emotionally invested than I was when I first started this, <laughs> this podcast, but you can, I can watch this team more objectively than I can, you know, uh, the Red Sox or the Bruins or the Cowboys. I watch this team a with a little bit more of a critical eye and I get to pick my, my stars and not so stars, <laughs> but I was reading some game coverage from last night on NHL.com and they have Mangiapane, Kyle Connor, and Jacob Markstrom as their three stars. Respectfully, I'm going to disagree. I, number one, this is the Flames podcast. I'm not giving the Jets any credit. That I feel like that's simple enough, right? But I I do not think Jacob Markstrom <laughs> was your third star. I thought that he was your first star and he was the first star by a bit. There wasn't a close margin. I mean, okay, it wasn't like astronomically blown out of the water, but I, I do think that Markstrom won this fair and square. He had, uh, he faced 37 shots, okay? I did not expect him to stop 34 of those. <laughs> and they weren't just all super easy shots either. They were they were tough. They were snipes. They were, you know, ones that he had to work for. And for Jacob Markstrom to come off of last season with the psychological warfare that Daryl Sutter enforced in that locker room, to a coach that seems to be breathing in the exact opposite energy, but and to also know that there are there's a child, I think he's like 22, 
uh, Dustin Wolf is fighting for that starting position. Not only that starting position, but to, I guess, to make the NHL team in general. So if he starts pulling these tricks, he's going to do great in the AHL regardless. Like, we know this. But if he, say, Dan Vladar does get traded, there's a, there's pressure on Markstrom to stay at that starting goaltender level. And I hope that we do get to see more of this Markstrom. I think that, you know, starting the season off on, a, on the right foot is great. Last season, he missed the opening game because he had the flu. Uh, side note, Thatcher Demko was pulled last night uh, because he had the stomach flu and I guess yacked in his mask. The poor kid was like dehydrated. Don't know why you let a guy start when he's clearly sick, but another discussion. I think that Markstrom just has to keep block out the noise. He has to block out the noise. He has to keep his mind truly in this game. You know, it's, it's a team effort. But it comes down to, a lot of it comes down to Markstrom and how he's performing and how well he is able to meet those standards that he needs to meet. My second star of the game is Andrew Mangiapane because what, what a start to the season, okay? We know that he had shoulder surgery during the summer. He played a significant portion of the season injured. It showed. He was coming off of a 38-goal campaign the year prior and just fell short in every possible category. And so for him to come out of the gate and have two goals to open the game and to close the game feels poetic. (laughs) It would have felt the same way if... Huberdeau had scored the opening and closed the, you know, like there are so many things that this team is searching for to make up for last year. And I'm sure for them, it's not as like symbolic because they're like in the thick of things, but it's really great to see the guy that I struggled one of the top five players on the team that struggled came out and had the performance that he did him and Markstrom to have the performances that they did. It just were great. Um, I, I want to see so much more of this really, but my third star goes to the one and only Matthew Coronado. He that, that was his second, third NHL game, and he finally has more than one of those J.C. Penny shirts from the Calgary Mall. He looks like an NHL player. He looks like he's more comfortable. He looks like he has settled in, and it's great. It is so great to see how he performed during the preseason, how he has looked in all situations on the ice, and what he's had to share with the media as well. I thought last night he showed great control and composure um, and he read the plays correctly and he did what he needed to do. And 
he just he looked like a natural out there and it's fun to see it's just really great to see this whole team put together 60 minutes of quality hockey yeah sure the flames were significantly outshot but the flames outshot most teams last season and and lost so it's not about the amount of shots you're taking but you know rather what the quality of shots and what's actually landing so don't let last night fool you i either way don't let it fool you <laughs> but thank you everyone for hanging out with me today on locked on flames as always i am your host jess belmosto and I am so grateful to be here hosting another season of Lockdown and uh, Lockdown Flames with you at the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Just Balmosto, and you can follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, and of course on YouTube as well. It's great to start a dialogue and all these fun conversations. And I look forward to being. Uh, you're one, hopefully one of your favorite podcasts to get you through the NHL season.